Ladies and gentlemen, we are in Kale's World. I have a special guest for the first time. Hopefully not the last time. What? My, what? my longtime best friend, day one. Literally, I can say that day one. There the day I was born. My very own. I don't, how do I say Is it little big sister or the big little sister? I'm your big little sister. Because okay. I'm older, but I'm smaller than you. Right, I'm the little big brother. I'm not good at English, as we all going to see in a few minutes as we do this episode of the podcast. On today, we are going to be talking about phase three of the MCU movies. Talk about each one of these movies one by one. I think this is going to be this is the last phase before they start the whole TV shows on Disney Plus. Phase four has been TV shows, which whenever they finish that, I can dissect that which is going to take a lot more time because the shows and the movies intertwine and that takes a lot of time yeah so anyway, Agreed. Let's, anyway Agreed. let's get let's get into the first one which is a good movie i enjoyed the first one on here is captain america civil war oh my god before i go ahead i like to give my guest my guests a chance to speak how they feel about captain america's civil war Okay, well, you didn't say this, but this is Tasha Mack, his older sister. He didn't introduce me properly, so I'll do it for myself. You're welcome. I'm very happy to be here, Markel. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. It's Kel Breezy, but as a matter of fact, I'll slide because you're family. My bad, my bad. So, Captain America Civil War, is this the one when uh, he was going against Iron Man? And his his crew. Okay, that was the best one. That was the best Captain America. Yes. That was the yes. best Captain America. And I have to say, even though Captain America is not my favorite Avenger, I did side with him in this movie. Yes. And, and you disagree. I mean, I, I, to an extent, I did agree with him, but I understand. Okay, I agree, but I understood what the other side was saying. Like, hey, we kind of Run a little wild, man. We gotta kind of put a leash on it, you know. We need to chill out, you know. We not, you know. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I see your point because it was outrageous what they were doing to New York City. But at the same time, it was a very necessary means to an end. Do you agree with that much? I agree, man. How they dropped the whole city. I can't even get that city right, Saskatchewan. So I can't, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. They, well. they got the whole whole town down on yeah. Ultron. See, I mean, Africa, I, mean I mean the the Ultron with the it it was horrible. It was horrible. But at the end of the day, think about the What If series on uh, Disney Plus. What if Ultron had succeeded? Did you did you did you see that? I, I saw it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. And, and so you see now why it was so important for Captain America and the Avengers to take to take those steps that they did. Because it could have been a lot worse. True, but do they think they can find a way to have minimum damage? You know, sometimes <laughs> war is ugly, man. War is ugly. <laughs> but it was like, I understand, like, yeah, you guys got to Maybe they shouldn't try to control them. Like, hey, how about find a way to have minimum damage? You know, 
But I would, I would say my argument for that is, you know, evil don't pick a time and place. They're not going to be like, yo, bruh, we in New York where you want to meet up. They just do their damage, and the Avengers are expected to answer the call. So it's really not their fault that it happened the way it did. But I see what you're saying. Or, or, or before you put some of them on the field, properly train them. A little bit of training. Like like Wanda, a little more training on her power because, you know, she's got her powers. And you would just, like, instantly put her on the field fighting. Like, bro, y'all should train her a little better, though. You know, some people do better with on-the-job training, okay? Some people don't like to sit through the training classes and write down and jot down everything they're supposed to do and follow all those directions. Some people learn better when they actually get their hands dirty and get to the job. And I think that Wanda got some deep-seated issues. So that's one thing, a whole other topic for another show. But she was doing what she knew, in my opinion. She was doing what she knew to do to try to help. I mean, she helped. Not really, but she did. At the end of the day, she was essential to the team in an aspect. In other words, we should put their intentions above the damage they do. Their intentions are good, so let's just keep... Okay, 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 yeah, I I call, but uh, I I don't know if anybody knows this, but this is like Iron Man, like this was his third time retiring, or like stopped being Iron Man. Like, after every movie he's in, he's like, hey man, I'm finna take a break i'm done with iron man then you come back hey i'm iron man again now i do remember that because i remember him having conversations with pepper like we're gonna go off and have a family and leave all this behind us but i didn't know it had been three times i mean i mean i want to say it's probably like, it's probably like a, cause i know after iron man three all right i'm, I'm done and then at the age of ultron like hey i'm done mm-hmm. and now we're, we're back in civil war like Ain't you retired? Oh no, you're back in. Then he, it's like he has it. It's like like at this movie, after this fight, saying, hey, "I'm gonna take a break. I'm done." Then come back. But I, 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 I had to school some young punks because they was like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like the Winter Soldier movie better than Civil War. I'm like, no lies. Civil War is way better because it had better fight scenes, a better story, introduced new characters, new turn point, and getting us closer to Thanos. One hundred percent. Whoever said that Winter Soldier was better than Civil War should walk out into traffic. No, I'm just joking. Don't do that. I was joking. But that's not true. Civil War focused, not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier focused on Bucky and that relationship, which was yeah. cool. But like I said, Cap- the Captain America series were my least favorite because he's probably my least favorite Avenger. He, he bad now. He bad. But he just not my favorite. But Civil War... Civil War, to me, was the reason why I started feeling like, okay, Captain America is doing something. They're doing something. It was just a really good storyline. Who would think that the Avengers would be pitted against the Avengers? Not me. Because they work so well together. I mean, not Tony Stark so much, but everybody else worked really well together. And what's crazy is how, out of all these aliens and gods and cyborgs couldn't get done it took a mere human to break up the avengers see ain't that crazy who would have thought after everything they went through all the disagreements about the battles tony leaving and coming back they bringing in you know these uh wildfires like wanda yeah you know they losing the hook and the hook just come from where 
and then you get to Civil War and you're like, that's it? Was was that it? That's all it was? This is a breaking up? Wow. That's that's it. But, but I mean, we knew that. We knew better, though. I, I, we knew better. It was, and it, it, it makes sense now. Like, um, not, I don't want to jump too much ahead, but with um, Captain America, he knew the secret that Bucky killed Tony's parents. Wow. It hurt me. He was like, he's my friend, Tony. So was I. <laughs> that Bruh. was a very emotional scene. Like, I think they executed that scene very well because it's, it's meant to focus on the action. Yeah. But it also shows how the movie, the franchise itself, can reach people in different ways. Because that, that one phrase... So was I. It was like, dag, man. I feel you on that, Tony, because you got people, people smiling in your face, man. But you know, it's it was just uh, different dynamics in the movie that made it so great. Yeah, oh, man. But it, it like I was, I was saying, um, because I noticed he was trying like in Ultron, they were trying to pick the hammer up, and Captain America he made it budge. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I can pick it, but he couldn't do it all the way. But we noticed that he got that secret off his chest. Yeah, we saw it in games. Like what's his pure of heart, his purity of heart. What has Thor been preaching to them? See, Man. so many levels, so like an onion, so many layers to the MCU universe. And then we got we got Black Panther. Oh. Don't even get me started. We, we all want to get started, but it was great they introduced Black Panther. They introduced Spider Man. Mm hmm. Uh, Spider-Man again. I mean, this is our third Spider-Man on the big screen. Right, um, right. I, I do enjoy um, Tom Holland. I do enjoy him because he, he he's small and he like a little teenager. Mm-hmm. I won't. We'll get I, okay. We'll get his movies in a minute. We're gonna. I'm trying to stay in order. Okay. Let me ask you this question before you get back to the order of the show. So Sony owns Spider-Man. Is that correct? Yeah. They own. With the three different actors being Spider-Man, Sony has always owned that character. Yeah, um, when Marvel comes with going bankrupt, they sold the characters off to different studios. Like Fox had like the X-Men and Fantastic mm -hmm. Four and Deadpool characters, and Sony mm -hmm. has the Spider-Man and Universal has like the Hulk catalog, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and um, Disney had like. Pretty much everybody else did. Like, right, okay. right. The, the DC list players, like, hey, I mean, and we saw what they did with that. So, right, you know, right. Disney on Fox, like, yes. So, you're going to get another X Men movie down the road. That would be awesome. Now, the, I finally get a finally get a good Fantastic Four movie. Yes, okay. You know what? I'm done with Fantastic Four. Like, I just can't. I just oh. can't. I gave them. I gave them a chance. I just can't. No, thank you. I think with the, if, I don't think they should do another movie. I think they should make it into a series. That might make it better. Give it a series, and that way it can kind of like each episode, like you know, the first episode show how they got their powers, and then kind of like three next three four episodes kind of talk about how mm -hmm. they deal with their powers, and you know, you know, bring some drama into it. Yeah, because the movies just kind of jump right in there, and it's like this is stupid. You know, you don't have any like a lot of background. It's just hey, we can save the world too. And and. The one they did with Michael B. Jordan, I'm like, so. Oh. You make him uh, black and his sister's adopted now? Okay. That's, just that's, just a stain on the man's career. It, they they should have done better by that. 
young, beautiful stallion of a man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, or we can, oh, we can get back to the. We okay, can get let's back. Um, that after Captain America, they Excuse introduced me. us to a new character, Doctor Strange. I will admit, I was. I had to watch this movie like twice. For the first time, I was like, kind of bored. Then I watched it like, oh man, it's pretty good. It's like a sorcerer and cosmic power thing. Like, okay, it's kind of cool. Cool. I shared your exact sentiments. And you know me, if the movie don't catch my attention within like the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm going to fall asleep. And so I probably watched the first half of the movie and then it took me like two more attempts to watch the rest of it. Um, I would say that the Doc Doctor Strange series is right down there with Captain America for me. But it was interesting how they how they uh, intertwined his story with the rest of the MCU universe because he was vital. I I have to say that he was important. Yep. I I just I was I got like I said to my other guests we talked about these. I love Disney and MCU because they took so many B or C list heroes mm -hmm. and made them household name because I mean I grew up on X Men and Spider Man. Right. I like I don't like Thor. Who? Iron Man, Captain America, Right. I had not even heard of Thor before Disney did MCU. I didn't know that. I didn't know about Thor. I like, but now it's like, these are the world's mightiest heroes. Screw this. Avengers. Traitor! How dare you turn your back on the X Men? They was called though. They was They was. Most of them you know, if you grew up with the X-Men, it's kind of like by default, you just like the movies, you know. But yeah. I think it's more so that you like certain characters and not necessarily them as the X-Men. Like when um, they did Wolverine series. Like that was off the chain to me. I loved it. Yeah. But, you know, I can't think of any other X-Men that I'll be like excited to see. And, I, and that's why I felt like the whole X-Men, the first few movies, it was... The Wolverine show is like, mm -hmm. man, it's gonna base around Wolverine and Wolverine saving the day and right. Everybody else, I mean, y'all cool now, but y'all fan base ain't where. So true, <laughs> so, so true. Like I'm gonna need y'all to get y'all followers up. Right, y'all. You know, we just gonna kind of around Wolverine and make it about his story, his past, and him saving the day. Like I'm in every freaking movie. Ooh, and his his story was deep too. They really went there with his character. That character development, woo! I, you know, to be honest, I have not supported Hugh Jackman in anything since he stopped being Wolverine. <laughs> <Real soft. laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't think I've seen anything else that he's been in either. I'm just like, well, Wolverine. Everybody has to take a break. You know, and if I was to see him today, I'd be like, Wolverine. I mean, Mr. Jackman. I mean, yeah, Wolverine. I like I'm like, so since Disney now owns Fox, so is there a chance of you coming back now? Get that probably Mickey not. Mouse money? Nope, probably wouldn't. Nope. But, no. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I think he's far, far gone. He's moved on. And I'm sure he's doing wonderful things with his career. I think he does theater too. Ooh, ooh, so he's yeah. multifaceted. I mean, that's that's cool. He's multifaceted. He's just he's not just Wolverine. Even though in the hearts of people like me, he will always and forever be. Wolverine, but true. Good luck to him in his career. I'm sure he's great in other areas. 
He looked good. That's important. It's true. Like I love about this MC, we always jump subject. Like me and Lucas, we just keep jumping subject. Oh my bad. Let's get back on track. My bad. Doctor Doctor Strange. I like his character development because he was a stuck up, cocky, full of himself surgeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lost his magic. Lost his hands. You talking about the school of hard knocks, baby? <laughs> that brought him all the way down to earth. Can't do nothing, man. Like he got mm. permanent arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just broken. Oh. Just mm. broken, and mm. it was. I, I'm. I'm not trying to be an ugly person because that's not me but it was so satisfying to watch because he was so arrogant mm. and so cocky yeah. that when that happened to him i was like mm, you know the universe works in strange ways man karma yep karma the people he talked about look down on yep you gotta lie on to fix your hands now yep now mm. you need them mm. so mm. it was kind of satisfying to see him brought back down to earth but i also liked when he got into the, is it sorcery? Is that the right word? Sorcery. Yep, it's going to be. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. Sorcery. That They know what we mean. When he got into the sorcery, how he found a new use for his hands. Yeah. You know, his hands were still all a part of who he was. And I thought that that was very interesting because initially I was turned off by the character. What's, yeah. what's, what's the sidekick name? That's who I liked in the movie. Wong. Yes, that's my friend. I thought he should have been the, you know, the star. But, you know, it was based, I was basing it on how arrogant Dr. Strange was. But his role was so vital in the MCU universe because it, it kind of was like a full circle thing. Even with his career, like he lost his hand, but he found something better. And with them, I'm getting off, I was going to get into the Thanos. You know, without him being able to predict certain things yeah. or to see certain things, they probably wouldn't have much direction. And so I True. see how Doctor Strange played a vital role in, in the MCU uh, universe. And, yeah. and it turned out to be a real good movie, too. Yeah, at the scene, like, mm-hmm. three times. Mm-hmm. After I finally got through it, it turned out to be real good. It, it, it is. I, I just... I don't know. I just I, it's still one of those not one of my top ten movies, but it's still oh, a no. good movie. It's still oh, a good no. movie. It's still good. It's like Actually, one of those puzzle pieces, like you you're not really looking for it in the moment, but you know you gotta put it in there somewhere. Yeah. And it's it's still to me it's still better than Thor Dark World. You know, I don't I guess I would say the same because I don't quite remember that one. Good. That's why I, I didn't. That's why we is in phase two, and phase two for me is the least favorite phase for me. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk. Since we talk about movies and characters that they introduced that had movies that was like um, it's a little different. We're getting a little more into cosmic and galaxy stuff. So, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which actually in timeline it took like place right after the first Guardians of the Galaxy in a way. Okay. The theatrical release it didn't, but in timeline it did. So. I, the guards against it, they had to grow on me. I'm not going to lie. Agreed. Agreed. It was very weird when I first saw it. I didn't even know that it was Marvel. That's how weird and off-key it felt. Like, it felt so off-brand. I didn't even know that it was Marvel. And, you know, it was entertaining. Yeah. 
I think Chris Pratt, like I didn't know who he was before this, but I think Chris Pratt is a very talented actor and he did carry that movie. Yeah. But I have to be honest, I I just wasn't I wasn't feeling the first one. I'll say it like that. I wasn't feeling mm. the first one. I think that's what it was. The it first was one was like, hmm. Mm. It was but trying it, to introduce too many characters at once. Before mm. the movie, I didn't know what the guards are against. I'm like, I'm seeing a rat, talking raccoon. Yes. Tree just says, I am Groot. Like, yes. Um, what's the thing at night? Bradley Cooper, who voices Groot? Like, was it Vin Diesel? Please, Vin Diesel. All I don't know. Vin Diesel voices Groot, so all he has to do is just sit there like, I am Groot, and say what different emotions like, this has to be the easiest freaking paycheck. Man. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and you can, he just probably did like, all he, just record his voice in, I am Groot. Like, that's the easiest paycheck everybody you say, I am Groot. Right, right. And I just, I just didn't feel like it fit with the brand of MCU but what I love about MCU is how they tie everything together yeah. and make and they make it make sense to a place to a point where okay I did actually like the second um Guardian of the Galaxy the yeah. first one I was like mm, mm, they Marvel done lost me with this one but when I got to the second one it was good the, the first one, they introduced another Infinity Stone, so it played an important part. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I guess if you got to be like a hardcore comic book fan and catch on every little thing, like the Nova Corps, because there's a hero named Nova, mm -hmm. Supernova or something, so every little thing in the MCU plays an important part that you don't notice unless you're like a hardcore comic book fan, but I will right. say, Baby Groot was adorable. <laughs> it was adorable. Everybody loved Baby Groot. Everybody loved Baby Groot. He was adorable, and you know what? Even the raccoon turned out to be pretty cool. You know, he was he was hardcore. He was hardcore. And I'll say this: if you didn't grow up with reading the comics, you are at a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah. Because the comic books have so much more details, and they connect the pieces together in a way that the movies just don't have time to do. True. And so True. that puts you at a bit of a disadvantage, but. But watching the movies piece everything together, it's still to me, it's still just as entertaining. And um, another character has some great development. Um, Yondu, the blue guy with the whistle and the flying dart thing. Yondu. Oh, oh yeah. He has some yeah. character development and sacrifices life for for um Peter, for Chris Pratt's character. You know what? His backstory was so sad. It was. It was so sad. And he was so angry. And you know what? I thought he was going to get his shot at Thanos. I did. I really did. But it didn't happen that way. Let's pour a little, let's pour a little bit out for the homie. Moment of silence. Don't do that. Don't pour it out. You don't want to mess up your floor. Don't pour it out. Moment of silence. He may be your, he may be your daddy. He may be your father. But he ain't your daddy, boy. <laughs> What the movies be hidden, bro? They be hidden. It hard. Batista did great too, being Drax. He was like, mm-hmm, com great comic relief. Exactly. He movies. was funny. He was real funny. But um, the but Batista's gone on record and saying that after a while he's gonna stop because he knows he's getting older. 
Okay. You know, his, his body won't look the same without a shirt. So he said, "The wow, he's gonna be gonna let me quit playing Drex." But I think the next yeah. one may be the last one. Oh, remember. okay. But yeah, I he, thought he had already quit. No, they got one more Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think they're gonna be in Thor's next movie too. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think after next Guardians of the Galaxy, I think he said he's gonna be done because. The teacher's like in his fifties, and he know he's in shape to be fifty, but he's like, hey, mm -hmm. I don't look at this yeah. feeling, and I don't even use no CGI. So, True. Ah, more more power to him. We had a love interest with on um, Peter Quill and Gamora. And I think that was something else that made the movie weird to me. What? <laughs> I don't know. It just was weird. I don't know, but it ended up being kind of cute. It was kind of cute because she's green. Would I be racist if I said that? Yes, it's because she was green and an alien and he was human. Am I he's being half, half a speciesist? Not racist, but a speciesist? I don't know what you would call it. But it just was kind of weird. I think that sometimes your logical, reasonable brain, is it takes over and it's like, that's just weird. But if you just into the movie and you watching it, I guess it is kind of cute when two people from two different backgrounds find common ground and fall in love. That's cute. Um, what? No, never mind. Red, yeah. What? Okay. No, no, okay. What's next? Oh, what's next? <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming next? Okay, Spider-Man Homecoming next. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. You know what? I know how you feel about Tom Holland, but I really think Tom Holland was an excellent Spider-Man. Much better than uh, Andrew Garfield. Yes. I don't know what happened with that one. I, they dropped the ball with the, who was on the casting team. Not saying he didn't do great because I think he's great. He's he's handsome too. Can y'all tell I'm single? He's handsome too, but. I don't think he was the best fit. He to me he looked too old. Not that he looks old, but to if Spider Man is a high school student, to me he looked old. I also thought that um what's the first one? What's his name? Oh shucks. Tip of my freaking tongue. Good grief. I know his name. I do too. I know oh god dang it. I do too. Why do I want to say Fred? <laughs> Who is Fred? At any rate, the first Spider-Man. I'm gonna find his name. Find, oh, yes, find it for me, cause oh, we it's on the tip of our tongue. Tobey Maguire. Yes. I also thought that he was he looked too old, even though he was the right height, probably. Yeah. I also thought that he looked too old, and I thought Mary Jane looked too old to be in the role she was in, but. We're not talking about the first Spider-Man. We in phase three of the MCU universe. Yeah. And we're talking about Tom Holland and Zendaya. And they did an excellent job in Homecoming. I love I, that Spider-Man. I like how they didn't make him a love interest at first. Him and MJ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The girl Liz. And mm -hmm. he brought back my favorite Batman. Michael <laughs> Keaton. Ow. Mr. What? What? I remember us watching that movie together when we was kids. Like you thought that movie was everything. And guess what? It got Prince doing the score. Oh my god! <laughs> it can't get any better. Batman and Prince. That that was that was a very. I mean, of all the Batmans now, because there been a lot. 
Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He was hidden. He was making points. Still hidden hard. Yeah. But, but anyway, I we're talking about Spider Man. I did like in Homecoming. They did not. I don't want to say waste time or take us back and do another origin story with mm -hmm. Uncle Ben. They, I'm happy they got the. Pretty much, we got to skip that. We even heard the origin story many times. Agreed. Aunt May kind of picked up the mantle of Uncle Ben was. I did like his friendship with Ned. I like okay, mm -hmm. oh Harry, we get Ned, and they got a nice little bromance him and Peter. Yeah, they worked well together. And um, I like this because it was Peter trying to figure out like, hey, like dude, you need to stay the living your own. Don't try to be the Avenger thing because it's not where you're needed. And Tony Stark mm -hmm. was took up the mantle of being a mentor. I was just gonna ask you, how do you feel about Tony Stark being? Uh, Spider-Man's mentor as opposed to any other Avenger that could have stepped into that role. I felt like it was, it was a good move for Tony's character because showing his development growth mm -hmm. throughout the series because you know, at first he was so cocky, fool himself, and didn't care about nobody like, hey, just, I'm going to get it done however I get done, but now you got a kid who's pretty smart and good with mm -hmm. tech, you know, who needs a mentor, like Tony, like, hey, I see a lot of you and me. Mm -hmm. Come on, I'm trying to get, guide you. And he, like, he, t he told him, if anything happened to you, that's on me. Uh, uh. <laughs> Kill Breezy. You get a little too emotional, Brian. You need a minute? I just, I'm just the thought, and it's good enough to. But... Gather yourself, bruh. <sighs> Pull it together. <sighs> okay. Oh, man. But so, I, so I feel like Tony Stark was a good choice because with Tony Stark and Spider-Man, their genius was misguided, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. like Spider-Man, he kind of goofy and immature, but he's so smart. And when he hit, he hit. Yes. And Tony Stark is so arrogant. And like, he know everything and that would turn you away from him. But the genius keeps you coming back for more. And I feel like on that level, they were equals. Yes. And I, I like how he told Peter. Peter's like, without the suit, I'm nothing. If you feel like you're without a suit, then you shouldn't have a suit. Facts, bruh. He dropping gems. Gems all day. You don't need the suit to be Spider-Man. You are Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man from the inside. Come up here. Bro, this suit ain't nothing. It's cool to have a new suit, man. Yeah, the suit was on point. But if you don't believe in who you are without the suit, you will fail with the suit. Tony Stark was dropping gems on that young man. And he did fail. He had a whole boat. Couldn't have right. it. Right. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Bro, what are you doing with your life? Oh, that was so good. That was horrible. I'm like, dude, come on, Spidey. You, you doing better than this. But, you know, he uh, he was young. And like I said, his genius was misguided in a lot of ways. I, I, yeah, and um, I did like how they did the care how... Him and Vulture, they kind of interact, like, find out, yo, my girl, I like Dad's the villain. Yes. Oh, this is uncomfortable ride to the dance. Yes. That was that was crazy. That twist they threw in there, I did oh, not see it coming. And even, even though I probably should have, because, you yeah. know, Marvel tends to throw those twists in, but I just wasn't, I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't I, looking at, I didn't I see that coming, that. but I thought that was... A good twist, and that was a good role for uh, Michael Keaton to play. Yeah, and I also like with Spider-Man how you know 
everybody else's identity as a superhero was revealed. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man was holding his a secret. I'm like, cool, stick to that gun. But right. Your life's going to be hard, little man, trying to have a personal life and be a hero. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, See, I wasn't, like I wasn't aware that he ever had to reveal his identity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I grew up watching the series. And mm -hmm. so on the series, he didn't really reveal who he was until I started watching the movies. I was like, so people know? Now what? It was funny how people found out it was like in the MCU, like it's by accident. Like, mm -hmm. oh, he go in this room, Ned's in there, why he changed? Oh my God. Right. I was and like. He, he taking the suit off, I'm standing behind him. What the? Like, you gotta, look, you gotta get a lock on your windows and door, dude. <laughs> Check your surroundings. Let me take a moment to give props to Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Was she given or was she given? They totally went in another direction with Aunt May. It was like, Aunt May. Okay, Aunt May. Hold on, okay. Now. That boy needs need a new uncle. They went in a totally different direction. I didn't see that coming. It, I mean, it wasn't like I was expecting a little old lady, but Marissa told me, okay. Okay. Good good casting. <laughs> that was good. And I also wanted to say that I really liked um, Spider-Man and Ned's relationship even before he found out. Because you could tell that, you know, he was his right hand. They was geeks together forever. Yeah. Geek Squad to the day we die. But they, you know, they had a really good bond. And even after he found out, he didn't make it all weird. I mean, he was silly about it. But he didn't make it all weird like, bro, now it's your Spider-Man. We got to capitalize. You know, he just was like, dude, I'm on the team. I'm going to be I think the guy in the chair. I'm going to be your right, your right. That's Alfred. He, the new yeah. Alfred. Right. I'm going to be your guy in the chair. Like, okay, man. Right, I thought that was real cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Such a good movie. I'm, I'm glad that this Spider-Man worked out. It was another yeah. letdown. Yeah, it was so good. Even though it's Sony and Marvel and Sony and Disney coming together trying to make this movie, mm -hmm. a lot of other stuff behind the scenes crap. I'm like, Fox, Disney, just do like you did Fox and buy Sony. Exactly, exactly. And I kept wondering, like, were they going to be button heads? Who wanted to have creative control over the movie? Who got to? the final say so and it just was like the people just waiting for a good movie can we please move this process along they started butting heads over like distribution rights and mm -hmm. money ticket price and ticket money and all that other big money stuff I'm like can y'all just put the movie out first mm -hmm. and worry about right. that like because it felt like you waited a long time for that for homecoming to come out so it's like oh my gosh like but i do i noticed like um Talking about the other guys that was like comic book readers, they was talking about how a lot of things kind of got changed up and characters got swapped out and motives got changed because of this not having the rights to all the Marvel characters. So they kind of mm -hmm. swap a few things out, a few people out. Even like um, when Fox had the X-Men, like okay. Logan, the movie Logan. Mm -hmm. The story changed because they didn't have all the rights to all the characters, so that's why oh. in the comic book, Logan Wolverine kills the X-Men because um, Mysterio tricked him into making them think they were villains, but actually he killed the X-Men, but in Logan, it was Professor X having seizures that mm -hmm. pretty much killed everybody because they didn't have all the rights to the characters, so they had to, oh, okay. they so to they... change the story a little bit to make okay. it work. So. Tread lightly so they won't have to pay nobody. 
Right. Like, man, okay. we can't nobody, bro. We just gonna change it up. Y'all yeah, I know this. Look. That was like smart. That was smart. And we ended up loving it, so. I sure did. But, uh, <laughs> the next one, a great turnaround for Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my God. This you know what? That that franchise was failing before they put out Ragnarok. Ragnarok was good. Before that, it was like, mm, how did Thor make it on the team? <laughs> Why are you still on the team, dog? <laughs> like, who who you know that got you on, bruh? Before Ragnarok, it was like, Thor, you just here for a good time and not a long time, okay? Dang. But Ragnarok was, it was... It was the turnaround, like you said. It was so good. It was so, so good and so funny. It had so action. funny. Mm-hmm. And he was so fine in that movie. Oh. Even with the haircut. Even with the haircut, honey. Can y'all tell I'm single? He was so fine in that movie. But you know what? It gave some background that I think we needed in the first one. Yeah. Because the first one is focused on his relationship with what's the girl name? Um, who cares? Yeah, so this <laughs> moving right along, how dare I speak of that one? And so this one guy, she did, but still, she he a god, he's a god, break his he's a god, honey. Got a thunder, but I, I think this was really good. You know what? I don't mean to jump ahead, but I was very upset when he lost his eye, very upset. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Oh Why Thor? Why Thor? Thor has lost a lot. He lost an eye. He lost he his lost dad. A... Lost his hammer. Lost his mother. That was. Well, had they found him? When they found him, Markel. When I tell you, I hit the floor laughing, cause I never thought. My um, I never thought. I said he ain't gonna never get back. But it was. I thought that that would be. I was thinking that was the last one because it looked like he passed the reins on. So what's the what's the name? Uh, what's it? Uh, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie. character. Yeah, yeah. I, it looked like he was passing the role the the reins to her. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll okay, get to that. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll and they brought back. They found that word the Hulk been. Exactly. Like, yep. Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> The fear that Loki still had of the Hulk. Yes, it was real. It felt like they had got the fighting for real offset, and Loki got dragged. And then when they got back offset, it just continued. Man, it was crazy. It was crazy. When they thought the Thor saw her, yes, he's a friend for work. Yes, this is how it's supposed to go. Then Hulk started to drag him like, no, I don't, I don't remember none of this. I'm going to drag you around, too. Oh, it was so good. It really brought that franchise back to life. Because I was slick giving up on, oh, yeah. on, on Thor. I was like, they just can't come up with a good storyline for you. So maybe you should just, you know, pop in with the Avengers here and there and, you know, then go back. But they they really they really turned things around with Ragnarok. We had, Thank uh, you. Doctor Strange had an appearance in this one, had a cameo in this one. He did. And then he, he did. Loki followed for like what thirty minutes. Which it was it was great. It was great. It's Just sometimes so. with these movies, it be the little things, like the fact yeah. that Loki was falling through all those rings for 
what 20 minutes of the movie it just was the little thing so I mean I think we just don't like I don't like Loki I don't like Loki I, you know I when I look at him I don't think of like he don't he's not a believable character like I would not I don't know, Murky. I can't explain it. I mean, he, the character is believable, and but as a villain, he's a trickster. God of mischief. Yeah, he's a trickster. He's he is a good trickster, but I guess you know what? Let me be fair. He played his role. He played his role. I'm gonna be fair. He played his role. I think that maybe it was meant for the audience to dislike him in some ways. And then yeah. see, and then you know see another side of him to where you know I can respect re your reasons, you know. So he played his role. He played his role. He redeemed they himself. A, they got a whole. They had a whole sister named Hella that was stronger than all of them. I'm like, what? Who is a sister? Dad was getting down, wasn't it? Hold on, bro. How old is your daddy, bro? Right. How old are y'all? You had a sister this older than you didn't know about? Like, how old are y'all? Like, y'all. Was that, um, uh, Charlize Theron that played that role? No, it was, um, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett? Kate played that Blanchett. role? Kate Blanchett, yeah. She did. Uh, Kate Blanchett is, um, not Resident Evil. What's the other one? Uh, let's see what she played. Hold on. Let me say her name right. Cat Blanchard. She played in Ocean's Eight, Don't Look Up, Nightmare Valley. Stuff I didn't see. But anyway. Okay, I'm thinking about a whole nother woman. Is, maybe her, let me see. Cat Blanchard. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. I, re I remember her in. Um, what'd you just say? Ocean's Eight. I remember her. She played. Yeah, she played opposite of um, Sandra Bullock. Nothing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, like I said, Hulk was funny because how he got to fight with the big wolf, and then when Ragnarok was happening, and he, Hulk was trying to fight it like Corp. No, no smash. He, he thought he was still in the arena. <laughs> you could no. not pull him back. But I always wondered because uh, Dr. Banner fought so hard to keep the Hulk within. Like, did it change him when he was, you know, just in the Hulk form for so long? Like, and then when he had issues, like struggling, trying to bring him back out and he don't, didn't want to come in. And he went through this whole kumbaya phase. I'm not doing that anymore. You know, it's, it was like you went from being somebody trying to fight it and then you gave into it. And I wonder, right, and I wonder how it felt to give into it. And then once he get back, you know, he struggles to release the Hulk in him. And so I wonder if all along, if that's who he really is, the Hulk or Banner. I got to be a mixture of both. I think everybody has a Hulk inside of them. Mm -hmm. I think he's just, I think he eventually tried to give this, gave in to the Hulk. You, you take the rims, dude. Just have fun for a while. I, I right. need a rest and... I guess he didn't realize how long the Hulk been in charge. And he's like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Been that long? What's going on? Even though he's a yeah. strong adventure. But only tell Thor that. I think it's just, it's strange how sometimes you take a movie and you relate it to the real world. And 
you know, you start psychoanalyzing the characters when it's just really meant to be a movie. But, I mean, it, when I see Hulk, that's what I do. I'm like, you know, I wonder if him releasing the Hulk released, the, you know, a part of David of Dr. Banner that yeah. he really wanted to be all along. Instead of just being like, okay, I can't fight it no more. Here it goes. Or was it more of, this is who I am and I want the world to know. Like, yeah, I, it, I think it's, it's like, a, like an it's a layered thing. Like, this mm-hmm. is who I am. I finally get to be this guy. <laughs> but I can't be because I do. I'm wreak havoc. But then, like, a while, like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I just screw it. Yeah, but Hulk is, um, he's a big character on his own. Now, his, his before, I don't think MCU did those first two Hulk movies. Did um, they do those? The first one doesn't tie into it, but the one with Edward Norton. Okay. It, it, it's part of the MCU. It's part of Phase One. Okay, yeah, because I don't recall. Like, I think Hulk is the only character that's not getting like another movie. Yeah, that sucks. You know, my, yeah. we were watching Shrek the other day with my kids, and my son thought that Shrek was the Hulk. That's how big the Hulk is. Sorry how big man. of a character he is. I let you down, but nope. Nope, that's not. I think it got something to do with Universal and money as usual, and mm-hmm. I think it's because they don't take so much CGI. But I think we're long overdue for another solo Hulk movie. I agree. Because I would like to see like what happened between Infinity War and Endgame those five mm-hmm. years. Like how mm-hmm. did they become one and just be smart Hulk? I would like to see that journey or what happened. That would be interesting. Maybe one day we'll get it. I don't know. Write a letter. I know they're gonna do a She-Hulk series, so maybe yeah, the Disney Plus is done doing a She-Hulk series where the girl is Bruce Banner's cousin, and in the comic book, she needs a blood fusion, which Bruce Banner gave her, which gave her Hulk abilities. Oh yeah, wow! So I'm gonna be excited to see how they bring that into live action. That's gonna be gonna crazy. Go Think about how uh, Hulk's character got so huge, and you know. When he came back to himself, he just would be naked. So now, this girl, she finna be, is she gonna be huge like that? Or is she gonna she's be? gonna be, like, he's still gonna be the day to be the Hulk. And she be, it's like, she's female, but she's not, uh, she, she Hulk. She like Shrek and Fiona. Muscle. Yeah, but she still has, like, a cute shape, though. <laughs> gotcha. Like Gamora, it's like Gamora on steroids. Just uh-huh, taller, okay. Just That's muscular. a better reference. Yeah, so, but yeah, it, okay. yeah, they're gonna do a series. Um, I think it's coming out this year, later this year, I think. Okay, learn something. I, I quit trying to keep up their skills. Well, I just wait, see what happens. But um, I just wait for you to tell me, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get into that. You've been watching Moon Knight. I watched the first two episodes. The first episode, I was confused. I was like, what's going on with him? Why he don't never know where he at? <laughs> He don't never know what day it is. Is he crazy? It and then the second episode dropped, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Man, because that first episode, I was like, "Someone on my TV? What's going on?" Yeah. And Paul was like, "Why he got a gun in him? It's a, it's a dead body." I thought it was something wrong with him. I thought it was going in the direction of him like having split personalities and trying to figure out what's been going on in the time between when he woke up. And he was over this dead body. And then I see the second one. I'm like, oh, oh I should have known better. Marvel was better than that. I should have known. This man got a whole other person inside of him. Like, let me take control. 
And then I was looking, I was like, okay, is he gonna be playing, you know, the the character and the villain? But it's a whole different man. It's a totally different man. It's like just let him have it, cause he looks dangerous. Let him have it. Let, let, Mark his lead. Let, Mark it yeah, I was like, what is going on? Even it's not working. Even. <laughs> You, you're not a hero, dude. You had a whole three-piece suit on. This moon night, dude. Now, just let, let Mark have it, because you don't get yourself killed. I know, I said, this man is in some deep S-H-I-T. I'm, I'm excited to this goes, even though it's going to only be six episodes, I've been told. You know, I'm always kind of like, what? lately, the series, they've been shorter and shorter. Yeah, I don't I don't know why, but um, it worked with... You know, I kind of wanted more, but as it was getting to the end, I was like, mm, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, um, Nick, okay, back on track. The next movie, this is kind of a tearjerker to think about, but it was still one of our best movies, especially with us being what we are, all, all black cast, because Black Panther was a great movie. Yes. Yes, you cannot say enough about Black Panther. And it's not just about uh, Mr. Bozeman, may he rest in peace, in his character. But the whole cast yeah. was giving. Yeah. The whole cast. Miss Angela Bassett. Oh, my gosh. Do not play with Mother. The whole her, cast. I had wanted her to be Storm in an old X-Men movie. So mm -hmm. bad, but it didn't happen. They, they settled with Halle Berry, but anyway. That's the wow! She wasn't that horrible. I mean, they could have done better, but I think they should have went with somebody younger for Storm and not somebody whose name was out there. But, I mean, we digress. We, we move before yeah. we're talking about Black Panther. We talk about Michael Black B. Panther. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Favorite, favorite in the in the in the movie. Favorite. That my favorite. <laughs> he was so good. You know what? And they did him justice in this Marvel movie because they cared nothing about him. And I mean nothing about him. Man. And Fantastic Four. But they did him justice. His character was on point. Like, I believe that there was a man in this world walking around as his character. Like, I believed it. He did so good in this movie. I can't say and enough about it. My thing was, like, I was like, I I saw where he was coming from. Like, mm -hmm. maybe not so dressed to start a war, but I'm right. Y'all got the resources. Y'all need to help y'all people. Like I get what you're saying. I agree. Mm -hmm. You got the resources to help your people, but not mm -hmm. not with guns and weapons and starting a war. Right, right, right. I got that. Help your people, help your people. I did agree with that. It was, man. But yeah, is this your king? <laughs> no, Mike. I didn't say that. Who said he was king? Not me. Not me. I didn't. Not His character. Me. You know what it. Marvel had, does a re really good job with tying people's emotions in with the character's backstory. Yep. Because as much as you be like, kill Monga Man, he was evil. But his daddy got killed when he was a little boy. He had to grow up without his father at the hands of his uncle. That's sad. And yeah. even though his way going about getting revenge was like, oh man, not against family. But, you know, it's like I, you can sympathize a teeny bit now. A teeny bit with the person who's been through so much and why they do the things they do. 
And T'Challa asked a good question, like, why didn't y'all just take the boy with y'all? Why y'all didn't mm-hmm. bring the boy with you? Like, that's a good point, y'all. Why right. I was like, didn't nobody think of that? Nobody? I think the boy with y'all. Yeah, maybe they knew what he would grow up to be, but maybe he wouldn't have grown up to be that had he known the truth about his father. Right. Well, his father was into it, and y'all mm-hmm. took him with him and just or told him something different. Exactly. Well, and you I know mean, what? That beginning, because we can say so much about this movie, but that beginning gave so much information, but you yeah. didn't connect it together until Killmonger actually got to Wakanda. Yeah. That that movie? Boy. And Killmonger, he didn't let anybody or any relation stop him from his mission. He killed his own girlfriend. I was like, I mean, I like you and everything, but if that's the type of man you are, we can go our separate ways. Because that was rough. I know, that was was rough. And she she was a G too. She was like, Do what you must. Girl. And it was nothing, but and and let's not even talk about the representation. Oh my gosh. Because people who look like me and you don't get to see movies like Black Panther. Right. Like like ever. You know, we see a black man, you know, defending his hood or something or you know, but we don't uh-huh. see a black superhero. And when I say super, he was super. Like, not only was he a superhero, he was also the king of his own country. Like, come on. When do we see that? When do we see that? Amazing. That and was just amazing. And lately, the black superheroes we had lately, they were sidekicks. Falcon. Mm-hmm. He's the sidekick to- Captain America, mm-hmm. um, War Machine. He's a sidekick to Iron Man. Like, right. That lead superhero. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a lead superhero since what? Blade. That was like ninety nine. Is that what you want to go with? I mean, I'm just that's the last one we just really had. That is that, that what like, you want to go with? A superhero? Quote unquote, quote unquote. I mean, Blade is super. He got super abilities. Man. I don't <laughs> but I mean, just like that's the last lead. I see what you mean. Movie, but. After that, it was like we didn't have one, or they was a sidekick, or mm-hmm. they was like maybe a, maybe a villain. Mm-hmm. So Always like a villain. A great turnaround, great yep. presentation. I agree. And let me also give props to Miss Letitia Wright. That was his sister in the movie. That would have been the role I played because we both kind of like think alike. I think both smart the same way. So I think she did wonderful. She he couldn't have did it without her. So true. True. Just saying, I, who I, run I, the I, world? Who run the world? Wow. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Okay. Now we get into the we get into the meat of things. Now. Oh yes. This is picking up after Black Panther. We got Avengers: Infinity War. Yes. Movie hit on so many things. Genre hit on action, comedy, drama, this. So much in this movie, it's like man, so it many was characters so good. They hit on it, and like all the cloud characters had their moments. Yes, yes. I remember going to the movie scene. Did I go with you? I might have gone with my. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Keith, Raymond, and Keith. Okay, I can remember being in the movie theater, and the energy for this movie was so 
crazy. You know, usually when you're in the movie and people be talking, you kind of give them that look like, okay, everybody want to hear and enjoy. But the energy was crazy that you could not sit and be quiet or not be excited about this movie. The movie was insane. It was. And they did such a good job of having that many lead characters in the movie. Mm -hmm. And nobody didn't feel unimportant. Everybody mm -hmm. felt important. Yeah, everybody movie. had a place in this movie. Everybody served a purpose in this movie. I really like how they brought everybody together to be on the same page. Because, you know, Captain America and Iron Man, they had their issues. But in this movie, everybody got it together. Yes. Everybody had a plan. Except, except Chris Pratt. He I mean, you know, it's always that long shot. It's always a long shot. It was funny on um, one of the ships, Thanos ships, where they were like, where's Gamora? Who's Gamora and Drax? I do you want better. Why Gamora? It's glad he make it on the team, bro. How did he make it on the team? How did you make it on the team, man? But you know what? This was, to me, the funniest Avengers movie because before it was just like action 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 yeah different characters bringing their different strengths but with this one it was so much comedic relief it just felt good and I think that was a part of the energy that the movie was giving like we just not gonna give you this jam-packed action we're gonna make you yeah. laugh too and and <gasps> we're gonna make you think are we gonna make you feel? Tell me. Tell me what emotions that movie brought up for you, Kel Breezy, please. It, it was. I was excited to see. First, I'm taking easy. I was glad to see Captain America come back. Like man, he had the beard. Like oh okay. <laughs> and I and Wanda and Vision relationship growing, and then just see getting interrupted by him getting stabbed and beat around. Like like I just can't be in love no more. My God, dog. And then Gamorgan, Thanos. Oh my God! Lord have mercy! Why, Jesus? And she was she was so confused. Like, why are you crying? And do that? Tell her it's tears are for you. Exactly. Huh? She was like, oh my God, Markel. And my mouth must have been hanging open for ten minutes when I saw it. I was like. I'm sorry, little one. What are you saying right now? I can't make out what you what you're doing. But that was that was hard. That was that rough. Was, that was oh rough. God. Even I'm when like, uh, go my ahead. My mind was like, I know what he's saying, but my mind not trying to comprehend. Right. What he's gonna do? So like, right. What, what you talking about? Sorry. What what, what you gonna leave? That you started. You said what's going? My mind like breaking. Right. Like you sorry for what you've done to the world and the universe. What's what is happening? Why are you dragging her? What's no? You don't treat a woman like that. What happened? That's your baby. That, what? That, that was a horrible death. You let her she falling like man. And he watched it. That's the last thing she saw with him. His big purple nut sack chin face. <laughs> that looks like oh. I always was thinking, dude. I think that Marvel should have rethought that character design because that chin was, uh, it was something. It was something. The internet was not forgiving. It wasn't like. They were not. They were on a nice smooth 
strong team up. What's with that? I don't know. They just, I guess they made it look more alien. I don't know. But, I mean, it was, it was still good. It was still good. And even when, um, darn it, Wanda and, what's his name, Markel? Yeah. He died. Yeah, Vision. Even when Vision died, that was sad. That was so sad. It was sad that he died and just for Thanos to bring him back, kill him again. That was so sad. Bruh, you talk about harmless. Man. He didn't console this woman. I'm sorry for your loss, but I got reverse time to kill him. I, I got to get this stone. <laughs> kill him again like, hey, bro, you wrong. You are ruthless. I mean, he played the part. He played the part. Sometimes when you know what you want, you can't let nothing stop you. You can't have no emotions in this game, bro. This real. No emotions. Somebody should have told Peter Quill or uh, Chris Pratt not had no emotions. They were so close to getting that gauntlet off his hand. Markel. You talking about uh, mad. I was so mad when he messed that up. I was like... <sighs> but at that time, I was like, well, it wouldn't have been another movie if he hadn't messed it up. But in the moment... I was so mad. I was like, take him out the MCU right now. He don't deserve it. How you make the team? Bro, you should get injured. You shouldn't have been part of this mission. Man. You should have a raccoon and, and group to help Thor. Get that dog, get a new weapon. How you make the team, bro? And the saddest, the saddest moment, or one of the saddest moments for me, is seeing Spider-Man disappear at the end. Oh, my God. Oh my God, Mister Stark. Mr. Stark! What? No, 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 no! What's happening, Mister Stark? It was so sad. Oh my God! It was so sad. I'm sorry. No, have mercy. It was so sad. The ending. The ending was like I got to see how this ends. I could not wait for Endgame. Cause that ending was so sad. Even when Black Panther was, it was like, no, 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 touch her! No! It was so sad. That hurt me. Like, he just became first of all. Y'all feel me? Yeah, that was, that was rough. That, that was rough. But it's all a part of the magic that is the MCU universe. It is. It was. You talking about tugging emotions to that movie? It was a Oof. roller coaster ride. Man, like, oh. man. Oh.